Uncle Alan, why didn't you save us in New York? I know you tried. That's why you switched shows. Thank you, baby. Lads, it's uh, it's too hot. hot I said it. It's way too hot. Are, are your balls hot? My balls. Oh, my is balls hot. is hot. My balls <laughs> is hot. So we need some of this. A libation, puff of all. Ooh. Oh, I thought you'd never ask. Please mm-hmm. indulge. Oh, please indulge. There'll be much indulgence. Oh, fresh out fresh, of the oven. Fresh out of the beer oven. Ah, tasty, tasty hot beer. <laughs> Ah, uh, it's the week that wouldn't end, but eventually it did. Oh, lads. Good Lord. I'm so, fucked. Stephen, how was your week? Uh, it was grand up until today. I, I can't really discuss why, but good Lord. I'm going are to be people, checking on... Are people annoying you? I'll be checking in on my work stuff all weekend because of it. Because of one oh, person. Fuck. What a pain in the ass. Now, look, that's on me because I'd rather get it out of the way now over like 15 minute like intervals here and there rather than come into work on Monday morning to a shit show so yeah there God it is damn it Nick well all else fair well, blame Nick one of the Nicks one, one of the Nicks boo Nicolaj uh, boo someone just joined the server there codename Reaper WOC whoever he is where is de- where is deliverance with the welcome package yeah Slip, he's, he's locking off oh is trademark Order a remote and three counts. <laughs> I just throw them in there. <laughs> <laughs> Human Craig, do your job. Well, it's three, we three, don't know how to welcome people. Three cancel, three cancel coins. Cool. Someone can tag yeah. him and let him know how to join. Does anyone have the user Order manual? <laughs> the user manual, yeah. <laughs> the Google, I believe it's called. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Episode two oh six of the alleged wrestling podcast with myself, Steve, with Fitz and Gordo. Nick still dead. Uh, not resurrected as yet. No, he's having a tough time resurrecting them from the penis aids. Mm-hmm. Apparently, once it goes down, it's very hard to get back up again. The penis aids is killing him, but luckily, he's he, even though he is dead, he's still in the chat there. So, it's, so there's some life in him yet. So that's good. Huge if true. Huge if true. Fitz Gordo, I have I have a game for you. <gasps> I like to say I like games. Fall guys. <laughs> excuse to drink um say you are walking down key street okay okay and on either either side of key street there's bars and restaurants or whatever there are many there are many say one of the bars has cheaper beer right yes on the yes. left side of the road and on the right side of the road the bars have more expensive beer and you need to be vaccinated to get the beer which one do you think would sell more tickets Cheap, um, cheap beer. <laughs> cheap. I know I which want, one I'd be going to. <laughs> I would. I'd go to the vaccine one probably, just because I would want. I'm assuming there would be less people there. That's a good but point. I'm assuming that's what everyone else did in this <laughs> hypothetical scenario. In this hypothetical, you know, use your voices of wrestling here. Yeah, you'll have you'll have, you'll have less youths. Uh, my my voice of wrestling is telling me that I would go to avoid the youths. Yeah, see, on one uh, hand, you'd have the likes of the Gemma O'Doherty crew in the non-vaccinated pop cheap, shitty beer. Whereas anything she does and her people of her ilk are doing, I just do the opposite as a rule. Always do the <laughs> opposite what it, of what Bart says. <laughs> you know what? If you use the beer analogy for the tickets, right? It's like, 
one side of the street has cheaper beer and it tends to be of a higher quality, whereas the other beer is shite. Uh, it's way more expensive and you need to be vaccinated. So it's not really a good comparison, but look. Ah, look, I wanted to make fun of Voices of Wrestling. It's what I'm best at. But um, Voices of Wrestling are uh, an independent <laughs> authority on the current state of affairs of the professional wrestling industry. What I are you talking about, Steve? I think they do more harm to AEW fans than good, to be honest with you. They're actually they? pathetic. Steve, they are a paragon of wrestling fandom, right? <laughs> paragon of wrestling fandom and journalism all rolled into one. And I will not have you disparage their good name, sir. I, see, I will not I have it. Have at you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was funny. The, but apparently, yeah, um, Arthur Ashe is selling like fucking crazy at the moment. So good How stuff. How amazing is that place going to fucking look if they do it outright? Yeah. As we were saying, I, go, I say it go no stage. Just have them coming out from dugouts. Be really cool. Something different. Fuck yeah. Like, like the old MSG where they used to just come out yeah. one of the little sort of round. I used to love that. It, mm-hmm. it pains me that for the last, whatever, maybe five or so years, any show that WWE have done in MSG has just looked like any other venue because yeah. they brought in yeah. their own Tron. I loved MSG. Like the Mania, or no, was it Royal Rumble 2000? Jeff Hardy. Um, Mania 10, Mania 20. Just, they were class looking entrances because they were so simple. And you just, you were engulfed by fans. All you could see was fans everywhere. You didn't have this stupid LED board that was about 100 meters by 100 meters and d- could do fantastic graphics. Fuck that. You want crowds. You want hot crowds like you had in fucking Texas this week for Dynamite. Yeah. That's what people Remember the want. Scene who, return? Had, who had five minutes in before Fitz managed to fucking make an equivalent to Dynamite? Who had it? <laughs> um, to be fair, know, what a week. Live crowds. Live crowds are the biggest stars of wrestling shows, 100%. Uh, and this what week is, has proven this it. This is something I saw Antox mentioning during the week. Where did this thing come from that people didn't want fans back? I have who are these know. people? Everyone has wanted live fans back. I think that might be lost in translation. I think it was more I, so that people didn't appreciate just how important they were. And this week with uh, Dynamite and the Hot Crowd really reinforces like, okay, yeah, we've had 18 months or so or 16 months without Hot Fans. Yeah, you can see why we, we the product was lacking, even if the content and the booking was shit. Uh, the fits. fans can make things look better. Fitz, Stevie Wonder could fucking see that it needs live fans. I honestly yeah. find it really hard to believe that anyone would ever think. Came from Rollins saying from- that WWE wouldn't be able to do all the things they were doing anymore. I think there was something else because it was all over the timeline this week. So someone did say something stupid. So maybe maybe the Rollins stuff maybe got resurfaced. Maybe that's what it is. Um, yeah, what did he yeah. say? That it was easier to tell stories or some shit when there was no fans changing well, the direction. You know, I mean, telling you what stories. they want. <laughs> and they mm. have been. I'm worried oh. about how certain things are going to get reacted to tonight. Oh, yeah. I'm worried. If they I'm, do Rollins and Cesaro again tonight. They deserve everything to get. Well, I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried that the Roman thing isn't going to get a good reaction. Hmm. Uh, this has come from, I think there's a lot of people like it and enjoy it and it's different, but I also think there's a huge chunk of people that it's not really connecting with. And I'm worried that it's going to not necessarily get booed or whatever, or I, I'm more worried that it's going to be a bit of a dud reaction for it. And to be honest with you, I don't think it necessarily deserves a fantastic reception. For the last month, six weeks, it's been very flat. It, it need, I still maintain, I will go back to what I said, it needed someone to have a surprise win over him at some point, even in a stipulation match. 
because it, as Nikki's saying, it's gotten so repetitive mm. that it's literally rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat till it gets to a stage where there's someone. That's why I think it needed someone. And I will harp back to this Kevin Owens match till the day I fucking die. That that Kevin Owens match where there was a fucking Last this, the, hand, the handcuffs were fucking bro- botchy. I would have just fucking flipped the title there. You can adjust to it on the fly and have him win the title back even on SmackDown the following week. But just have it that people realize, shit, this guy can be beaten. Mm-hmm. I would have had that happen. Otherwise, as we said, we've now reached a point where it's great having live fans back, but your hottest storyline, you may not get the reaction you want from the live crowd for it. Here's a bit mm. of a hot take, and this might come across as extremely unfair. It, it will be. But is this down to, you know, we, we were all enamored and quite uh, joyful in seeing Roman turn heel and have his little run, but is this kind of last few weeks and the repetitive nature of the storyline, is this kind of highlighting that Roman really isn't the guy that can pull off top guy character, whether it's face or heel? Oh, there are you. That was Twitter. Yeah, be very, be very careful now. <laughs> Don't that sort of thing. Um, I think he's doing okay, but I think it's more sort of fact of it's neutered Heyman and there's nobody on the opposite side. Yeah. I think if you're going to have, if you're going to have a top guy heel, you need to have as big of an anti even not necessarily a face, but even an anti-hero who's out there trying to knock him off, to use their own terminology. Like, you don't have, yeah, Antox is saying it there. Edge, you don't see it happening. Cena, it's not going to happen, because these guys aren't going to be around full-time, long-term. So you look then further down the card, who's it going to be? Realistically, do you, call, you know, if we look at call-ups, Balor is rumoured. Nah. Don't see that unless you put him with a fucking faction. Adam Cole, as much as we love him, don't see that happening unless you bring up the whole faction. Bronson Reed is the other call up. No disrespect to him, I really like him. He's not getting anywhere near a world title. If you smell, yeah, and that's the problem. And then it's a case of we're dragging this out till next fucking March or April for Mania. Yeah, well, to be fair, you mm. have the the draft coming in possibly September. They've rumors that they're moving the date on it so that um that might be an issue nicky is a shout there with debry he could carry it easily because he's just that charismatic of a guy that he could pull off that storyline but i really do worry that you know even if they do bring out this red hot baby face that i don't think roman could keep up with them you know you're gonna get stamp and clap baby face carrying cross coming out just stamping and clapping you know let's go guys going for cross um well like you'd have to be a baby face if you're putting them up against roman i don't know how that's going to work is that why they're splitting them up they're going to bring cross up as a baby face oh god oh don't even joke about it steve because they will (laughs) the more we joke about these things the more they actually have a chance of fucking happening there's going to be some debuts tonight or a return i think cena might come back tonight that could be there should be something i like if if i was booking this show tonight and i had all options available to me Becky Lynch is opening the show tonight. Ooh. Straight in, hot you take, have no video packages. No, you have someone attack, let's say, Natty or one of the women's competitors backstage early in the show and have it be a mystery. We're going very SmackDown 2 career mode here. You don't <laughs> see who it is. Someone attacks her. You'd see nothing. And then there's like a tag match later. Or triple threat match, whatever way you want to do it, between the remaining competitors. And next thing, 
as soon as that match is about to finish, because they love the distraction roll-ups, you'll have Becky's music hit. Crowd goes fucking nuts. Someone manages to get the surprise win. Becky comes in and stares down to win this thing. Uh, Selena, hey. is it? I don't know. I, I think with Money in the Bank at the weekend, wouldn't it make more sense to like have someone taken out of the match? And oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Is I'd have Becky. I'd I'd no, I'd, have, oh. I'd have I'd have the I'd have them run the angle tonight and have it be Becky because then you're getting buys for the pay per view. Isn't it game buys five on at, um, well with Peacock? They probably want to have like people watching live. They probably it's probably part of the contract to keep numbers up. I'd imagine. It's not oh, like their own it, network where they hit figures. Game five, game five is tomorrow night. Ah, uh, okay. I thought it was Sunday night yeah. with the uh, no, game. PM. No, game five is tomorrow night. Game. I think, I'm pretty sure game five is tomorrow night. Game six is Tuesday night up against, yeah, NXT. Up against NXT. And then game seven, if it gets there, hopefully not. Hashtag books and six will be on next Thursday night. Oh, baby. So, and any extra hours I've worked this week, I am planning on taking back in order to allow me to stay up and watch these games because I, oh, I hope it goes week. to a game seven i always love a good game seven. Oh man this this whole fucking series has been fantastic the playoffs this year in general i've actually really enjoyed but this whole series has just been a fucking proper back and forth it's been a lot of fun oh man as i said bucks in six why why have we spent so much time talking about wrestling what happened what happened to the show i there can make some alleges if i was gonna say there has to be a huge amount of alleges <laughs> has there no, I went out on Wednesday night. Yeah, you fucking oh, did. Oh, the Euros. Oh. oh. Right, we need football to file a missing person. We need to file a missing person's report, lads. Because poor Who's football that? was supposed to come home last Sunday. <laughs> and I haven't seen it since. Oh, man. You, it's Friday night. Do you know where football is? I told you, <laughs> Sunday, no. <laughs> we all were delighted to see Italy win on penalties. But we all said it right as... Um, uh, Saka missed the penalty. We're like, oh, the three black guys missed penalties. We're like, yeah, oh, Twitter, Twitter's going to be bad. And it as was. As soon as it happened. As soon as it happened. And it was real bad. It kind of took the joy out of England losing, to be honest. I was like, oh, why are you like do you this? Know, do you know what the weird, really weird thing is off of this? And this is, this is where we're going to go off on the tangent. We knew we weren't going to stay talking about wrestling. Um... <laughs> So obviously on account of working from home and stuff and just, you know, needing audio and shit to get through the day because not really talking to people, I do end up down YouTube rabbit holes of videos of people talking about shite. And from time to time, I end up kind of seeing what the British media are doing, reacting to certain things. The absolute outcry about all of this stuff, as if none of them ever expected that this was going to happen, is baffling to me. You're talking like Good Morning Britain or whatever it is, the big one that Piers Morgan used to be on. <laughs> These ads dedicated over an hour and a half nearly of fucking content to this on like Monday and Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Talking about how you know ho- horrible it is. And it is. It's absolutely horrible. But they have people on who are talking about this as if they could, oh my God, they never thought this was going to happen. They knew there was, you know, we knew there was abuse, but it was, you know, it was often so confined. I was like, even people outside your fucking country, as soon as, even, not even when the penalties were taken, when it came, when it was happening the extra time that it looked like Rashford and Sancho were getting subbed on to take penos. What did I say su- to you? Our the- super secret production chat. Every time. Yeah. We knew exactly I- what was going to happen, yet for some reason, British media were still 
playing this off as if, oh my God, you know, this is so horrible. They really need to take action, but I can't believe this has happened. Everyone fucking saw this coming. I said to you, it was like, what are, what are they doing? They need to get Rashford on here if they're going to be having penalties. And then we didn't know Sancho was apparently going to be one of those. But remember, we were all saying, okay, yeah, Rashford. And I went, oh no, wait, what if he misses? He's going to be the yeah. fucking scapegoat. I was like, leave him on the bench. He's got enough problems. Yeah. His shoulder's all fucked up. Is that like, and he was probably, outside of Harry Kane, probably the best penalty taker of the bunch. Yeah, And he much. missed. And I was like, oh. You just knew it. You just, uh, in a bad way, like in a horrible way, I was like, well, at least two other lads I... missed as well. You know, so it wasn't on one person, you know? Yeah, like, the problem is that you go further down the team and there were certain other players that you'd expect to take one. Grealish was the one that was jumping out at a lot of people and apparently he said he wanted one, but Southgate vetoed him on it. Now, he used to be Villa's backup taker before they signed Watkins, but because Villa have Watkins, he hasn't taken a penalty in over a year, apparently. So you can probably understand that one. Uh true with Slabhead being, like, fucking buried in. He, he fucking, that was, that was the fucking cleanest hit of his fucking career. Fair play yeah. to him. <laughs> Wish he, he broke cleared the camera. balls like that. <laughs> Wish he could fucking clear his lines as easily yeah. as he buried that penalty. But anyway. To be fair to him, he actually had a pretty good tournament. He overall. did, he did, yeah. I actually he thought did. he had a very good tournament. Um, but yeah, and you go further down, you look at Henderson, who obviously got subbed off as one of the substitutes for it. I assumed he'd be one of them, obviously. Club captain, a man who's won titles. He's used to having a bit of pressure on him. Apparently they're saying obviously he missed a penalty and won the warm up game, so that's why they subbed him right. off. You're like, but instead you're trusting. Would you rather trust him to get over the mental aspect of missing a penalty in a fucking friendly, or would you rather trust your fifth penalty to a ridiculously talented nineteen year old kid, but a nineteen year old kid nonetheless taking his first ever professional penalty? Yeah, I, I maybe he was battering the men in training. Because in fairness, apparently they they trained and practiced penalties nonstop. Because Southgate, I mean, Southgate missed a penalty himself. It didn't in show. It didn't show. It didn't well, show. The, the big, I just the, hope that, like, anyway, sorry, carry on. I was also going to say the big X factor in it is also the fact that Donnarumma is like six foot five. Yeah. And even for his height, he really gets down to the bottom corners, which is why you had the Rashford penalty. He knew no matter what side he went to, he had to hit it right in the bottom corner. And that's how he ended up clipping the post. Because mm. you you can't aim a foot. In, like with most keepers, you can aim a foot or so inside the post and you do all right. With a lad that height, you can't. You literally have to aim it straight on the post. So but anyway. Forza, Forza Italia. Forza Italia and also Forza Mayo for Sam. Forza Mayo for Sam. Why did Harry Kane pick up that Mayo jersey? That was, why himself. did you do that? <laughs> Like that was we saw this and we're like, imagine before a final, what were you thinking? You don't touch that mayo strip ever. I mean, we should play in different colors. Maybe we might be all right. Um, yeah, uh, it did. Honest to God, it. I, I was just hoping they would lose, you know. And I was hoping they'd lose earlier because I do enjoy my talk sport night when England go out. It's the best night of the year. Um, but then I was like, oh, they're in the final. They better lose. They better fucking lose. And then it was totally taken away from me because I knew, like, if the two white players missed it nothing would have been said. Yeah. And then you would have had your enjoyable England last like, night. It's like, I can't oh, believe no. the lad, I can't, I can't believe the other three black lads scored their penalties, putting all the pressure on the white guys. Oh, you know what? That's probably what would happen. Oh, it's so pathetic. Fucking stupid country. I mean, uh, we love all of our UK. Uh, was it G, GB News or whatever it is? That lovely, very reputable news channel that has... <laughs> fucking suspended one of their guys for taking a knee in protest on their show because of the lads getting abuse 
Uh, oh, what a country. What a country. Anyway, speaking of countries, Ireland, that's one segue. We are. And I went, um, I went out for pints, myself and Kira on Wednesday night. We, met, meet, we went to meet two of our friends. Um, yeah, frightening. We, got it, we were feeling lazy and it was warm. So we're like, let's just get a taxi down the town like lazy people. So we did. Um, walk, got out a taxi, you know, around the back of uh, Shop Street, basically, and uh, walked onto Key Street. Holy shit balls! It was like the old world. It was like fucking Arts Week or Race Week. By the way, Race Week is going ahead. Is it? Yeah. Like the it's end of the month or something. Apparently, they're doing. Yeah, they're doing like. Well, apparently, it's like minimums, very small capacity shit they're doing. I don't know what way it's just like. You have to nearly invite only or what. But apparently, there are going to be some people at it. So but much cold down um, the town. Yeah, they're looking at. Apparently, there's a council meeting like sometime next week to discuss plans around it. I'm like, yeah, way to go, lads. Leave it last minute, a fucking week and a half out. Fucking clowns. Uh, yeah, every every like restaurant and pub had queues. Like, I'm not, I'm not even exaggerating. Twenty, thirty people to a queue in yeah. everywhere. People were meeting, went queuing before us. They were queuing in total for an hour to get a seat in Busker Browns or outside Busker Browns. But the important thing is, Steve. In all of this, did you remember? To print off your downloadable passport. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Um, has anyone got the second shot yet? No, 29th. No. Okay. 20, 29th of July, 9 o'clock. I was hoping someone might have got their print off digital cert so we could have a look at it. <laughs> you can yeah. uh, upload it to your the COVID app, which is quite cool. Apparently that's coming, yeah, from the 19th, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah, you've got your second yeah. shot. Where's your... Did you get a COVID digital cert, Kira? Where are you going to print off your COVID digital digital cert? You don't have a printer yet because you're you're not sixty. Yes, interesting, cool. I didn't realize Kira got one. Lisa got her mother's one. Yeah, there you go. What a weird, what a weird country. Anyway, yeah, it was rammed. I got a bit afraid actually. I had to put a mask on, so I'm not walking around these people. No social distancing. No masks. It's all forgotten. The pandemic's oh, no. over, lads. Way. It's all over. It's all over. Points to celebrate. Steve, don't forget, Monday is Freedom Day in England. It's the day oh, that no. they're making mask wearing not mandatory, so they're taking away the mandatory status for mask wearing and also removing the requirement for social distancing. It's a good thing that they didn't record, you know, 55,000 new cases today. For one day and then they go back to oh, mandatory? Or no, no, just finish no, with no, them no, 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 that's it. That's I was it. like, they're, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. You see, Fitz, the thing is, they're, they're, they're getting rid of the legal requirement for it. You see, this is where I ended up down this fucking Good Morning Britain black hole is watching shit like this. They're getting rid of, and this is the government's actual stance on this, so I'm not making this up. The UK government's stance is, we're getting rid of the legal requirement for you to wear a mask, but we are still encouraging and hoping people will use common sense in order to do it. So Excellent. if you had that much faith in people's common sense and fucking trust to do it in the first place, you wouldn't have fucking made it a law, you fucking clowns. Exactly. Uh, look, I, I don't disagree with you, Gordon. I don't you know, agree with what Boris and the Boris the Blade and Boris the Bullet Dodger is doing over there. They, um, ultimately, Ireland is going to get to that stage as well. Every country is where you know, they're going to have to say, okay, we've gone as far as we can. We've vaccinated as many as we can. We've... Yeah. We, Okay, we're going to let it let it run effectively. Now we're lucky in Ireland that our vaccination rates is probably one of the highest in in the world. I think actually, our, the uptake is ridiculously high, which is great to see. Fair play to Especially everybody. In like over fifty, I think for over fifties, it's something like ninety seven percent uptake rate, which is insane. 
exactly. And to be fair to them, like I, I'm not necessarily a big fan of what they've done throughout the entirety of the, the pandemic, but they've got the vaccination process spot on. They've, you know, they've sourced them. They've bought them in from countries who aren't using them. If you want a vaccine, you can get a vaccine today. You know, that's the thing. You can go to your local pharmacy, get the Janssen one, register to get the mRNA one in a couple of weeks time. By mid-September, all adults will have been vaccinated, which is more than any other country in the world can really say. So, you know, we're going to get to the stage probably at the end of September where our government are going to say, okay, we've reached our point now where vaccinations are all done. Pretty much all restrictions are gone. But, you know, stay smart. Don't fucking go mad. We're going to get to that point as well. But it's probably probably the case that Boris and all have gone a little bit too soon because their vaccination rates have dropped off a good bit. You said they've shot a load of it prematurely. You never want to do that. You never want to be premature. And they've just had the Euros, so they've had fucking nothing but issues for the last three weeks with people fucking on top of each other and Wembley Way and the the squashes and like we've we've been we've been to Wembley. We've all been to Wembley, I think, haven't we? Yep. I actually haven't been to Wembley. No, never been to it, no. Next time we're going it's over to one of the football games over there. I know you're not mad into American football, or whatever, but seriously, next time we're going you, over for a game. You like pints, serve right? alcohol, right? Yeah, perfect. They serve, <laughs> they serve many alcohols, and I promise we will not get ones that are at the very top of the fucking stadium again because my legs oh, can't no. handle that. But uh, there's so in Wembley, right? And the, there's a BBC report of showing how the, the issues happened, where the, there was uh, an onslaught of people with, without tickets stormed the stadium effectively. But pretty much, unless you're driving to the stadium or live right by it you're going to get the train or the underground to Wembley and they stop about, I think it's 800 metres from the stadium and the walkway between the train station and the stadium is called Wembley Way. It's probably a pathway maybe 30 or 40 metres wide and as straight as you like all the way through. This was mobbed like seven hours before kickoff. People drinking cans, drinking pints, guards, police, way outnumbered. There was easy, like, if the stadium can hold around 100,000 people and they weren't fully sold, I think there were like 65,000, 75,000 tickets sold. There was at least like 200,000 people in that area. Yeah. Do you remember the early estimates were were only 200 plus people made it into Wembley? And then you start seeing reporters going, I just talked to like some fans, ticket paying fans, and they're literally beating the shit out of the hundreds of people that are running around Wembley right now. There was 30,000 empty seats because of COVID restrictions. Uh, but looking at those videos, you must have been pushing two or 3,000 that got in. The section behind the goal Italy were defending in the second half. Apparently, one of the, there was only like two stewards working that area. And one of them said to one of the media guys that they reckon nobody had been able to get out of there since half seven. And this yeah. was said during the second half, which you're looking at was after nine o'clock. They maintained it was so rammed in there that there was actually no way of getting in and out since half seven. And to an extent, you know, obviously there was less fences and stuff like that, so it probably wouldn't have gotten quite to that extent. But the, basically they were, they were worried they were having another Hillsborough on their hands that was that bad in that particular Jesus. area. My um, God. Which, obviously... And they closed all pubs and restaurants uh, within yeah. a five-mile radius after the match. Only the second time in, was it 15 years, that person who was... was 15 years, the tweet we had that was doing the rounds to someone who like owns or operates somewhere out near there and said in like 15 years they've only seen this happen twice so that's Jesus how bad Christ. it was that was fun yeah so that's the Euros um, that's COVID that's that's the week I suppose <laughs> so 
so if yeah, you want to get more of us here at the Alleged <laughs> Wrestling Podcast. Gordo, <laughs> um, um, how yeah. was your week? My week was an absolute unmitigated and complete and utter fucking clusterfuck. Nice. Um, oh, usual. I had a lovely, ridiculously exciting and delightful close to 15 hour day yesterday. Oh, nice. Um, started work just before remember half nine ish and it was after midnight last night in the logging out and then who was up at fucking half ten this morning and straight back at it your penis um as usual baby there's no fucking lapsing this baby keeps going (laughs) um but yeah i i am very very tired and I am going to earn every one of my can, my cans I'm going to have both tonight and also tomorrow night because I have a fucking weekend of drinking. I'm heading out to the middle of the countryside for a bit of a session tomorrow night and it's basically a case of wherever you drop, you drop. So I'm like, grand, and I drink till I can't feel feelings anymore. Nice. What are, what, nice. What, what are these things you said? What are, what are feelings? Feelings. It's basically, um, it's... Do you know when you enjoy when you like open up a can and you just have a sip of it? And yeah, it just it makes me so, happy in my tingly spot. Exactly, you have your tingly spot where you just feel you have this joyous sensation of oh my, I think I may be getting a bit erect. That's how nice this is. That's because you're feeling aroused by standing <laughs> boobies. <laughs> what a description. What a description. <laughs> we are top quality content creating machines, boys. Oh, man. Um, AW had a crowd this week and they were crazy hot. Oh, boy. Oh, my. What a maneuver. What a maneuver. It was such good shit, pal. I don't think, and I'm going to paraphrase and actually quote some people here. It was very reminiscent of an Attitude Era crowd. <gasps> but they hate the attitude there. But, 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 but fans, people don't want fans backfits. <laughs> it's amazing how um, how many bad shows like AEW or, or WB would have had over the past, like over the pandemic, that would have been instantly better if if a crowd was there. It just shows okay. you the benefit, like it just shows you like yeah, oh, so much better. Like everyone was getting huge pops. Yeah, and literally, literally, this guy I had never heard of got a nice big pop. The guy who faced Wheeler, uh, Wheeler Yuta, the Sammy guy. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm going to throw something out there, and this is going to be a bit controversial, but please bear with me. I'm I with put you it already. The, I know I what it is. It, yeah, I put it in the production chat the other day that this show. I thought it was a good show. I thought I enjoyed oh, okay. it. I re, I really enjoyed watching it. No, oh shit, where did you think I was going? I was going to say your well, man is better than Sammy, the new guy. I don't know. Oh much well, better in the ring. maybe I, I actually do like him. I actually think he's very good. <laughs> um, but no, where what, what, where I was going to go with it was when you look at the when you look at this show across everything, it had some really good parts. It was a very I thought it was a very good show start to finish. But if you look back. People are hyping this up as if it was nearly the best show AEW has ever done. Best like weekly show AEW has ever done. That's what that's the that's the level some people were putting this, the pedestal some people are putting this on. If you look, if there was no crowd, this would I reckon only be middle of the road for what AEW has actually done with some of their shows content wise this year. I reckon AEW and NXT have both had handfuls of shows that were better than this this year, but it shows the impact of fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That it makes it feel 
it, it makes a well, as I said, it's a good show. I enjoyed pretty much everything. I, I struggled to find anything bad with it, but I also struggled to say Anton's like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Oh, completely. If I, it I, wasn't for the fact that there was fans there and you got your cowboy pop for fucking Hangman, the Brit Baker Moxley promo was Kingston, fantastic. Moxley and Kingston opening the show, walking through the crowd going crazy. It's a nice they'd way to start done, the show. They'd done things so simple to cater to the crowd that they had. Yep. They booked uh, it simple. Pause there, Gordo. Pause there. You've literally hit the nail on the head. They created a show to cater to the crowd. But Fitz, you see, the thing is, right, when normally when someone wrestles in their hometown, and I don't think you understand this, and I don't think AW <laughs> get this, and this is going to really hurt them long term. So, right, what happens is, in wrestling booking, when you have a hero character of sorts, and they're about to wrestle in their hometown, no matter how big this person is, he could be the they biggest star in the cut. No, 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 you, you, you just don't get this. You just you don't you just you don't get it, and this too is why hard, it's this is why this is why you and the titanium core and all this stuff and your piss and company are going to go down the shit in a couple of years <laughs> because they just don't know how to actually book a wrestling show. You can't have <laughs> someone win in their hometown. It's madness. It's never going to work. <laughs> never, never work. I tell you, it's a bad uh, strategy, Cotton. <laughs> Remember when Bailey was just called up and like she was getting good reactions, and they went to San Francisco and beer. You're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? She hadn't oh. lost, I think, at this point. Yeah. Oh. Um, no, look, 100% joking aside, as I said, they booked it so simple to the crowd. They booked a good show that was catered to the crowd, and by doing it that way, it felt like a great show. Yeah. yeah. That's all you have but to do. Amazing. You, you don't have to put on pay-per-view quality shows every week if you put on a consistently solid and good show, but build it to the crowd that you know is going to be there. But you hit the nail on the head, and, I, and I'm not even joking now. I, I genuinely wanted to give you credit for hitting that nail. It was, you know, the one thing that I've cr- been critical of WWE for years, long before we even started talking this shite on podcast, WWE haven't catered for a live crowd in a very long time. We've all been to Manias. We were lucky enough to be able to do that. We've been to the Raw after Mania, and we've had to sit Ugh. through a live recording well, live recording, there's a paradox, a live show that's being televised for Monday Night Raw. And you just really experience how bad it is that when the cameras are off, you're sitting in the crowd waiting for the cameras to be turned back on again. And they Eric's don't do anything to continually engage the crowd. Propaganda like videos you, with like Nickelback and Stained songs playing in the yeah, background. Which I'm, like, and I'm a fan of both Nickelback and Stained, but I don't need to like hear them. like you hate ads for Snickers. Do you not go to wrestling <laughs> to watch ads for Snickers? I don't understand. I, I tweeted out earlier today as I said, oh, I can't wait for SmackDown to start tonight with their two-minute video package where they missed their fans, followed by a four-minute video package of the recap of last week to them cutting back to the crowd half asleep because, you know, they've had to sit through two video packages before the first bell. Uh, well, they'll gotta, probably have... Got to start off hot fits, okay? First probably... entrance music... Seth Rollins. Oh, Second, Cesaro. Make that match happen. And then, right... Distraction roll-up, okay? Distraction roll-up. And what you do, have, I'm not even finished booking this show, Gordon. Oh, God. Give me two more minutes, right? Run with it, run with it, baby. You have King Corbin, okay? He's just, he's out there and he's like, man, I want my crown back. I will challenge Shinsuke Nakamura right now. And they have that match. And then, and then, intercontinental title, right? One side, Apollo. The other side, Big E. Make that match happen, baby. Then you have Roman Reigns, right? And he's not wrestling. And then you get Jimmy Uso, if he's sober. And then you have him fight somebody else. Hopefully they're sober too. Professional athletes. Uh. And then you have them have a match. And then at the end, Roman is disgusted. And he scowls and he's like, sons of bitches. 
and then you go off the air with Pat McAfee swinging his dick around or something. Perfect. Now, with the what exception of Pat McAfee swinging his dick around, because I have a feeling that's just, you know, building up week on week. Did you not describe last week's fucking Smackdown? Yeah, I, did. I described <laughs> the last six months of Smackdown. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, Smackdown's yeah. the better show. It's just the matches are the same every week. Because you know you're like... Oh, so annoying. We kind of gave up on SmackDown a while ago because it was our streaming night. So I can see people who watch it more regularly having to sit through Rollins and Cesaro again. I'll put a gun in my mouth. I don't care how good they are in the ring. I've seen everything they can possibly do. I have a very simple open to this show tonight. We're still on Um, AEW, by the way, yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll look back (laughs) to AEW. We'll we'll, we'll look back to AEW, but just it's more so... And this is where we'll loop back in because it's talking about the crowd. And this is where I would want to... I'd want to have my crowd starting, especially my first show back hot. You know, AEW had a ridiculous crowd this week. You always look for that big pop. What can SmackDown do to get a Hangman-esque pop? So as Fitz hinted at there, they're going to have their video package where they talk about whatever happened last week. They'll probably air the video package about how it's going to be so great to have fans and how much they missed them. Right, perfect. When you're airing all of that stuff and you're setting all that stuff up, Use that time and you fucking set up an old mic stand and hook up that old guitar and you get our man Rick <laughs> out on oh, that Boogs. stage. <laughs> yeah. Because the first thing you do is you set it up that the first thing back is a Shinsuke match against someone else who probably won the money in the bank. That's given fucking Sami Zayn. Sami, yeah. Can you imagine? Oh. Shins- Shin- so you have Boogs come out, he does the big intro for Nax, and the first thing that you get is a Nakamura entrance in mm-hmm. front of a live crowd with his old music back. Sami Zayn and Nakamura for 15 minutes beating the crap out yep. of each other. And you know what? Fuck it. When it ends, you're going to have the king will stand tall. Yeah. And the lights go out. The lights oh. start pulsing. Oh. Black. Out comes the prince. Oh, baby. Balor Nakamura for the crown mm. on Sunday. <laughs> Wait, Nakamura's in the ladder match, isn't he? Yeah. No, just talking for something long term. What's up, Scar? How are you? Hello, sir. Our man. Welcome. Deliverance will be here in a while to give you your cancel coin. He's slacking on us. Yeah, um, right here, hang on. I'll, I'll take care of it. I got it. <laughs> um, yeah, it, there's a lot of... Oh, welcome aboard. There's a lot, uh, a lot of cool things they could do. They won't do any of that. Uh, how how would win. you book it so, Steve? Oh, so what you do is you get Seth Rollins <laughs> and you get Cesaro. Okay. Stop, stop that, reverse it. How would you book it? Not how I think they no, I think Gordo's nailed it. Rick Boogs open, opens the show. Nakamura, entrance. They all do the, the sing along with the song. And then they beat the living piss out of each other for 15 minutes. Perfect. Uh, they, I think if they do it right, and, and I completely agree, this the, the opening match, whatever it is, and you've put a good one in front of us has to be like 100 mile an hour you know full high octane yeah. get the crowd really hot mm-hmm. and then cool it down straight away with the baron corbin promo oh but you gotta take him on a roller you, know you gotta take him on a journey steve i have to give the devil his due here i think corbin's gonna get this thing over because we're so sick of corbin uh, and he, he seems to be doing it well i'm just gonna like i'm gonna corbin. hold on that i'm gonna hold on that but anyway aw uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, as we said, crowd tonight going to be hot. It's yeah. I and I, I have a certain amount of faith. That there's enough talent on SmackDown that 
the that the talent are going to be able to get a good reaction out of this crowd tonight, regardless of whatever way shit's booked. I just think that SmackDown roster has got enough veterans and enough savvy guys there and gals that I reckon they're going to be able to get a really good reaction out of this. To rival AEW this week. God no, God, that's a, no, that's a, no, that's the fucking loop back. That's the loop back. We're back on AEW. But, no, I need to talk about the fantastic match we're going to have tonight on SmackDown. Bianca Belair and fucking the hottest woman in all of WWE, Carmella. Oh boy, yeah. there's a lucky crowd. Yeah, no, no. Oh boy. Why do I have a feeling we're getting Carmella versus Scarlett in a couple of weeks? Oh, what have a feeling we're going to get Cesaro against Seth Rollins tonight? <laughs> or Big E against Apollo? I'm telling you, one of those three matches is going to happen tonight. I just have this feeling. But, uh, but yeah. Anyway. Wow. Cool. John, John Moxley defended. Um, Carl Anderson shows that he can still go. People forget the machine gun exists, but here he is, existing. His, some of his old New Japan stuff are some of my favorite matches to this day. The man, nice the man can go. This day he's gone a bit too neckbreakery, cuttery, and spinebuster spamming, but <laughs> he's working the, man, the New York style, brother. Yeah, the, 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 man, the man, the man can still go. Um, yeah. Big, big, big fan of the machine gun. Oh, is yeah. Vince going to be there tonight? Vince to walk out with oh, one of his interchangeable Vince, heads. No, Vince needs to air guitar with boogs. <laughs> oh Jesus. no, no, God no! And How Stephanie's to there too somehow straight away. Oh yeah, have Stephanie come out straight away. Oh, kill it dead. Then smack Stephanie to open the show and welcome fans back. Oh dear God, you know what's happening. Book it, book it, book it. <laughs> Is she the new Vicky Guerrero? Her oh, music God. hits and it's like, excuse me. Yeah, it's real bad. Stephanie's music hits and it just shrivels up inside of me. That's the way I look at it. <laughs> it's like You've a turtle. Got an it's like a, it's like a turtle going back into its shell. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Ricky Starks. Uh, he lives in Austin, but he, he was announced as from Louisiana. But it doesn't matter. He lives in Austin. It's all good. He's a hometown boy. Yes. Um, now, this is the part. Did they think he was going to get booed by screwing, uh, by using Hobbs to screw Cage or... Where they're just going with the crowd and they're just like, ah, wherever it lies, it lies. I'm pretty sure this is a case of going with the crowd and they know that when they eventually have Cage come out and just dismantle five or six people. Yeah. I, I'm still fully convinced we're getting Cage running his way through some of the elite in a couple of months. Yeah, I mean, we're, we've set up Hobbs and Cage there straight away anyway, so that's yeah. obviously the next match. Um, Which would yeah, be good. good two, two very good hosses. So that's gonna be yeah. A, that's gonna be a hell and of Ricky match. Starks. Ricky Starks gets his moment because that guy fucking deserves it. He's amazing. Oh, yes. Oh, this is CM Punk stuff. Because Scar has put a CM Punk gif in the chat. Ricky Starks potential to be CM Punk. He's is it done right? Fitz might get in any here. That's what he says. Oh no, I, I don't think he's there yet. But I'm saying <laughs> no. If you look, I, at, if you look at early. Punk. If you look at ECW to early main roster punk, potential. I think I he's more rock than punk. Even in, obviously he he has the look, but even just the style, his speaking mannerisms, he's more clean cut, clean shaven, uh, run of the mill, like the Rock was. I don't think he's anything fantastic in his repertoire. Whereas I think Punk's whole kind of gimmick was he was an outsider. He was edgy. He had kind of a more technical style about him, so I, I don't see the comparisons. 
Ricky Starks is Ricky Starks. And he's going oh, yeah, to make some money. He's going to make some money. We've been talking this guy up. We didn't know anything about this guy until he showed up on NWA. And we were like, oh boy, this guys he's got something. He's got it, as they say. Yeah. We saw him. Um, oh, did yeah. you? Yeah. Oh. yeah him, and, him and Aaron Solo. Um, Aaron Solo did not like us. No. No. Well, he, he didn't appreciate it. Well, he, he didn't appreciate us calling him Bailey's bitch. Yeah, we're just gonna, uh, uh, <laughs> Bailey, Bailey's bitch, Bailey's bitch, you are Bailey's bitch. Na 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 na. Um, and I think we started to hear just a shit Jimmy Uso chant at him at one point yep. as well. And when he got upset at that and told us to shut up, we started to hear just a shit Jay Uso chant. Don't <laughs> <laughs> hate those crowds that just try to get themselves over. Uh, we did. Well, I do hate fans that try and get themselves over. But you see, the difference is, Fitz, we got ourselves over. Sure, yeah. you're just a fucking mark for yourself at this stage. Yeah, Christian Cage, Matt Hardy, that happened. Only their third ever one-on-one singles match on TV. That's the last crazy. one. Last one was in 2003. The um, you could see the, the the contrast in styles straight away. Like that was a classic WWE wrestling match. Mm. Just the pacing, the movements, the rest holds. The, is, the is that why fans hated it on Twitter. <laughs> no, I did, the, the titanium core will always hate things that aren't yeah. native to AW. That's you, you can't hold that opinion in any high regard at all. Mm. Uh, like th- it's it's great that the, the native and the the OGs of AW are, are over to a certain degree or to a very high degree. If you look at the likes of Sammy Darby and Jungle Boy, but it these guys will always have that kind of chip on their shoulder because they're the outsiders coming in. But like as long as they're used AC correctly. Dub. They have an absolute value to the company, and like they're they're not being booked with the detriment to the native stars yet, and hopefully they won't. So they're they're only there to enhance and make things better, which they've done so far. So kudos. Uh, Sammy got a huge pop. Uh, defeated Wheeler Huta, who I'd never seen before, but apparently he is now Trent Beretta. Mm. <laughs> like, quite good. Trent's out. Get a new guy. He is very good. Yeah. The apparently crisp, even everything fed- he did. Very crisp and clean and very solid. Like mm, the Fed wanted him as well. There you go. Yeah, he's apparently been getting offers from like everywhere. Apparently, most places were having an eye on him. So he was the belle of the ball, basically. And yeah, the stint in MLW. Okay, yeah. No, I thought he was like a. I thought he was going to be like you know a Nightmare Factory type thing where he was pretty fresh. But apparently, he's been around the block a little bit. Then it shows mm. he's he's quite good. Already ninety percent of their roster. Just saying. And twelve-year-old uh, veteran Sammy giving him the thing at the end. I thought was very funny. <laughs> I was like, "But you're a child. You don't good kid." <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny. It I'm was. Like, Come look, on, this, Sammy. Is, this is why I like. And this is any federation, whether it's AEW, NXT, New yeah. Japan, whatever. If you've got two faces in the ring, I always love that show of respect before yeah. and or after a match. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Yuka Sakazaki is back. And she defeated Penelope Ford. Penelope Ford. The cool. early stages of this match were a bit yeah. worrisome. Um, when it got near the end and where Yuka basically took control of everything. And this isn't a, this is not a dig at Penelope, by the way. Sorry. Um, Ordo both, hates uh, both, No, no. Both of, them, both of them looked very sloppy in the early stages. But during kind of the second half of the match where they were kind of getting ready to build up to the go home and stuff. Um, and a lot of it was Yuka just in control and getting her shit in. I thought it looked a hell of a lot better. Uh, but yeah, just again, very solid fun match for me. Yeah, Before we go to the main, how do you want to talk about Cody and Malachi? Oh, yes. Um, Malachi Black 
using his teleportation powers. I'm all in on it. Let's do it. The, the white versus black. <clears throat> I put this up yeah. on Twitter the other day. I said, do you remember when Jimmy Jacobs got fired from WWE? And he said the booking was too hard. And I just put a thing up and said, they put Cody in a white suit and, and Alistair Bla- or, uh, Malachi Black in a black suit as a contrast thing. People ate it up and loved it. It's not that hard. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's very fucking Plus, simple. They're blurring the lines extraordinarily well straight from the bat with Malachi Black saying, you know, did you not hear the crowd last week when I kicked you in the head? Mm. They're, they're planting the, the seeds for what we want to see here. We want to see Cody start to lose it because the fans aren't uh, as receptive to him as they were. I'm this, deleting that. This is GIF. a slow burner. This is going to be good. I'm going to delete that GIF. It's just hypnotic. I just keep staring at it. It's gone now. I'd say you do stare at Sorry. it a lot. <laughs> You're like, why doesn't mine look like that? Um, <laughs> yeah, it was oh, really good. Didn't um, get a cream for that. <laughs> did it, uh, they did a breakup and all that stuff. The the pull apart brawl. And I'm guessing they probably won't hold this one off the whole way till all out. Probably do one of the, the big shows with this one. All out in six weeks. Six Not weeks. Not that far to carry out, yeah. Hmm. I suppose, yeah. Um, Maybe seven. My math isn't good. But go. either way, it's not that far away. True. Um, coffin match. Darby Allen. Why, why you do this? Why, why you do this? Why you do this, Darby? Why, why do you want to die? I was like, holy shit. This kid is going to kill himself. Yeah, this was very good. Yeah. Um, I very much like this. And even they dealt with the whole uh, interference by Scorpio Sky and Sting. They handled that extraordinarily well as well. They, they had the, you know, oh, he's being a prick. He's two and one, you know, double team. And then Sting comes out and clears him out, but doesn't hang around, gets him out of the way fairly quick. And you have your match. So they, they do things like that very well, whereas they don't let things fester for too long or don't take the spotlight off what you, you should be paying attention to. I'll, I'll give him credit for that. The only thing I, uh, I didn't like was they Kevin Dunned it a little bit with the Stinger Splash, where they cut over and they cut back for whatever reason. Oh, they cut back yeah. to the ring and you see Paige taking off the turnbuckle. You're like, why? Do, what? Who pressed that button? <laughs> like, why did you do that stop being Kevin Dunn uh, just fucking like I didn't um, for whatever reason like I when I watched it back I hadn't seen the the dive at the end through the, oh, the casket yeah. and I, I saw it live I was very surprised by it because I was about to just close the tab and go about what I was doing for the rest of the day I was like oh we'll see what happens here there, there seem to be dragging out the ending a little bit here let's see what's going on so I'm climbing the rope I was like oh you idiot why you do this <laughs> Fair play before that the razor's edge onto the, the ring oh, steps oh yeah holy oh, shit man. you see the way he covered up he kind of tucked his rib he kind of pushed his arms into his ribs to protect those yeah. oh, oh he man, took it as clean as you can take it a, yeah. a jump like a bump like that but and even to be fair to him the the coffin drop onto the coffin was as good as you're going to get yeah imagine being ethan page inside the coffin waiting for that contact yeah I love I'm assuming the ref maybe kicked it to let him know he like five seconds out or whatever because um, you see when the, sh- the camera showed him inside the casket and he was just covering his head and neck it's like oh yeah. no the fear imagine I suppose Darby's pretty light so you never know where that thing would have splintered it could have caught him in the eye or you know like, man yeah. I'm just too much of a bitch I never yeah, a lot would, of, <laughs> would never be involved <laughs> would never yeah. involve myself in this sort of cool. thing 
Um, yeah, but Darby, Darby did the, he did, he did a reverse Bret Hart. <laughs> he put the, the shield on his back. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, what else we got? Uh, the, the suicide dive as well. Absolute nuts. Like, the, I thought he was dead. Every time he does that move, I think he's going to die. Remember at the start of the match, he just did it when he just seemed to hit him with his neck. It's like, Darby. See, what's, the, what's the name of the move? The suicide dive? There you go. Clues in the name. He's trying to kill himself. Ah, sorry. I was like, maybe I said a stupid <laughs> name. Like, and then he did Kazuchika the sharpshooter o- over the ropes. Then he did the Kazuchika Okada. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Seth Rollins doing the, the diving clothesline thing. Yeah. Because yeah. his suicide dive is the drizzling shit. Yeah, suicide really push. Um, yeah, the old push. Just going to say as well, just uh, for Darby reminded me of people who are like ridiculously over. Britt Baker's promo. Oh, yeah. I can I wish I could remember exactly what she said in it, which is an excuse for me to go back and watch it again. But I just remember I'm pretty sure the message said do you remember the line that AJ said the shame that uh talent isn't sexually transmitted. I'm like, I don't know, does she have this talent all along or if promo fucking skill is sexually transmitted? Because that girl <laughs> just had one of the best fucking promos AEW ever had on Wednesday yeah, I night. I missed that. I didn't see that bit. I must go it back and watch it. Was, oh, it was phenomenal. That okay. uh, the line from Antox there is, yeah, you might be top of the food chain, Nyla, but I'm off the menu. Uh, Miro's I, promo. Did you? Oh, sorry, I don't want to go off topic. No, I just because I, I remember how someone on the line. Was, uh, how he had someone who was so blessed, and he had a wife who was ridiculously hot, or uh, or a wife who was able to do the splits, wasn't it? Yeah, and he has the new Bulgarian team belt. Um, he's got a new belt, but he he's got a new belt. He's got a new belt. Um, the line at the end I don't just defend my championship with my life I defend it with yours it's like oh yeah. boy what a he line he said something like that before I think before he won the title off Derby and like it just hits so hard yeah it's real good it's real real good yes AEW is cooking as I was saying a few yeah. weeks ago when the first crowd show the first proper crowd show not the like you know, a hundred people in Daily's place. When they started having a couple thousand in Daily's place and stuff like that, it was like, okay, they're onto something here. And like, and even it seemed, like, it se- go on. Mm-hmm. No, no, go on. But I was even going to say, even that titanium core, and we we take the piss out of them rightfully. So the likes of the voices of wrestling who give the AEW fans a really bad name and just the wrestle joy and all that sort of stuff. Even they can't take away from the fact that AEW do have this core group of fans which are like fans that we haven't seen in a very long time. They're fans who are vocal. They're fans who are strongly active online uh, and in person because you see the ticket sales that they have for all their shows coming up. So, like, if their mission when they created the company, their modus operandi when they created the company was to target the lapsed fans and target the people that, you know, enjoyed the WCW back in the day or the Attitude Era or the, the Monday Night Wars... I think they're actually doing it because it's hard to believe that the fans that were in that show on Wednesday would be the same sort of fans that would go to a typical WWE house show or a Raw or a SmackDown because just the reactions were completely alien to what you'd see on a WWE product for the last decade. You're getting like laps fans, definitely. I mean, Chicken said it himself. He watched Dynamite this week and he said it in Discord. He's like, man, I should have been watching this all along. You were right. I was like, we've been telling you for a year, watch it, give it a chance. Mm. To, yeah. Now, if we get Deliverance to watch wrestling again, my God. Yeah. Oh, that's on to something. That's if Deliverance, goal, yeah, that's the Bulgarian themed belt. It's very cool. 
uh, brought the indie fans with them as well and the new japan fans and then they got some uh, they got some new fans because the young bucks seem to have developed new fans they brought in with them as well so I, it's hard to say where all these people are coming from mm. but i i'd um, love to know as we always said i'd love to know what the real viewership numbers are like what the what's the how many people are actually watching these shows i'd love to know how many because it's obviously in the millions because it, like two 1.4 people are not watching 1.4 million people are not watching raw every week it's going to be a lot more than that yeah i'd love they to know how many people dynamite watch 24 i'd love to know how many people watch dynamite like legit yeah we'll never know that but i'd love to know what the real figure is yeah. Then again, when you say that, I'd love to know what the real figure on Raw and Nitro was back in the day. Because it was 10 million in Nielsen homes. How many people were actually watching those shows? Mm. Mind-boggling. Well, that's it. Yeah. Unfortunately, we'll never know. The, um, we'll never know. The Kenny Hangman stuff was, was good as well here. I think this was possibly Kenny Omega's greatest performance on the mic. It's Probably, like there was, a yeah. couple of, there was a couple of lines he said that didn't really hit properly. But I think this was his best performance on the mic overall, where he just kind of hit home a little bit better than others and they've set up the match with um his team versus dark order team they didn't say mm-hmm. exclusively who was fighting whom but ultimately if dark order win they get a title match for hangman and a tag title match for a version of dark order tag but if they lose they don't get that shot so, so I started off like not liking this because like, he's the number one contender. Just he, should, he deserves a shot. But I know they have to fill out the TV time. Mm. I'm going, well, why do it this way? What's the point in like doing a Survivor Series slash Canadian Stampede match? And then I was thinking, let me throw this out there for you, boys. Spoiler alert, because I think this is what they're going to do. Hangman is eliminated in the match. And one of the Dark Order boys pins Kenny Omega to win him the shot. Oh, thus. Yeah, like think of Kofi and, and Xavier winning uh, Kofi the shot that time. Something oh, yeah, like that. You don't, you don't, you don't, Silver. Yeah, you don't have you don't have Hangman pin Kenny in this match. You either have one of the other guys no. has to win it for him he gets eliminated or Kenny DQ'd taking Hangman out and then that causes Hangman to get eliminated leaving the Dark Order guys having to fight the rest of the elite to win him the title shot. And that's the better story. It's way fun. Yeah. Way more fun. There's going to be a way bigger pop that you hangman gets eliminated potentially early, not too early, yeah, yeah. but halfway through the match. And then you're like, Oh no. And that's the build. Silver rolls or somebody up to get the win or you know, something roll. like that. Surprise, Surprise roll, roll up, up, whatever it is. Lovely. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's where it is. <laughs> Kenny elimin- uh, hangman gets eliminated first. Goes the whole thing. It comes down to like silver versus Kenny at the very end. Uh, hangman's music hits. Surprise roll up. Nah, they yeah. don't do that sort of stuff. Um, in a dub, but I was just wondering, would they do maybe the Eddie Guerrero spot and get Hangman disqualified that way? Yeah, I, I, I don't know how they'll do it. I think it could be a heartbreaker, and that you, you just have, uh, oh, the ref gets distracted and like double super kicks into a V trigger, you know, something mental like that, where yeah. it's like, where it's implausible, even in the bounds of AEW or everything you can kick out of, but it's just impossible for this guy to kick out of this. You know, oh, yeah. and you're like, well, you protect him in his loss. It's not even in a, a way, loss, but a, you know, pain. But in a way, I think you're 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 right there. I kind of hammer or even double down on that. I think ultimately, I think Kenny pins Hangman in this match, but only mm. after severe interference, which pretty much incapacitates Hangman, and that obviously eliminates Hangman from the immediate title picture. But it also creates the narrative in the feud that. The last time they faced Kenny pinned Hangman. 
so you're not at his level. And that's something that they can really reinforce within the feud. Let Hangman get another few wins, get him back up to number one contender, and then it's just undeniable that he has to have this match. He runs the gauntlet through the Elite to guarantee the title match, and then at uh, All Out or whatever the next pay-per-view is, they have just a straight-up wrestling match, goes 40 minutes, and he kicks out of the one-winged angel, buckshot lariat, one, two, three. My God. What if you had it where Kenny keeps tagging out when Hangman is tagged in? He will not face him. Oh, and the only time, happen. And the only time they touch is when they've hit, like, Bucks have hit loads of moves on him or whatever. There's no 10 count and all that sort of stuff. Then Kenny strolls in just to, just to pin him after he's been beaten. He doesn't even hit a move on him. He just stands, you know, the Jericho pin. Or stands on his chest and flexes. Mm. And that's yeah. the only time they touch between now and September. Are we all this convinced all, then that Hangman is not winning this stuff. match? Does, yeah. uh, Hangman gets eliminated in this match. I'm, I'm utterly convinced of it. It's the better story. I hope they do it that way. Well, you know, like if, if they book it the clean way and Hangman and Co. win this match, how do you drag that out until all out? Don't think you can. See, there's two, there's two schools of thought on it. Um, do you have the Dark Order win the titles? Or do you, or do you have, because that Queen, or not the Queen show, the Arthur Ashe show, surely mm. uh, LAX are winning the titles there. <clears throat> Fuck. Yeah. Yes, then beating the Bucks then would be a savage main event. Or yeah. do you have Kingston beat Miro for the TNT title? Oh. Both? Yeah, I'm, all with it. I'm okay with any of that. Book, book end the show with two title changes. I think Miro would be cutting, cutting Miro a bit short. When is, is it September? September 28th. Yeah. That's not too short then. The TNT titles haven't been long reigns. They've just been like well-defended reigns. Mm, 25th September. Um, so you could do, you oh, could do that. Sorry, yeah, right on docs. Yeah, it's Saturday show. They have to have a New York guy winning something in New York that night. I'd love for King, right. Kingston. So Kingston, Kingston really deserves it. finally getting his title in a fucking big fed in a show mm. like that. It's Main just, event. especially after, you know, the whole thing of basically he was nearly selling his gear so he could fucking, mm-hmm. you know, make this time last year nearly sort of shit to come full circle in the space of a year and a bit and have him have that moment in front of a crowd like that. I think it would just be one hell of a story to tell. Yeah, I think Eddie needs a big win because everyone gets behind him and then he always loses. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. he could do it a big win, even if it was the FTW, even if something. Oh, know? give him anything, I, any anything. I think I, I just think the thoughts of him winning a belt in that show, it's it's just, it's too it's too easy a layup for me. I think I, mm. I, I think it's a layup for them if they do it. I really yeah, do. It's too easy not to do it. So yeah. you kind of have the choice between the two then. But see, then it interferes if LAX win the titles. What do you do with the Dark Order title shot? I thought you know the idea is kind of Dark Order versus the Elite. You know. Dark Order so I wonder where that all falls. Dark Order get screwed in the Hangman yeah. event. The Elite go to try and screw Kenny. Or to try and... The Elite come out to try and screw Hangman. And then you have the Dark Order come out and try and essentially fix even shit up and you essentially get a Foley-esque Mankind beaten... Uh, what's the name? Little sort of shit. With the it's amazing how all of these things are are actually yeah we talked about it last week the do the mankind match that's yeah. literally it. Essentially, you do, you do um, the mankind match, but you do the mankind match after having Dark Order getting screwed out of the titles earlier on tonight. Put butts in seats, Gordo. Look, You'll put butts in. Not seats. hard, lads. It's not hard. It's not hard. Well, it would be if they it would it would be hard if they booked things this way. 
But like, it's amazing how you know that any of these things are possible. You know that some of them, even the more clever versions of them, are, are possible. Whereas the other side is, you know, what's going to happen? Heel wins. Heel wins the price. Blah, blah, blah. So when we make fun of voices of wrestling and WrestleJoy and all that, it's not because we don't like AEW, it's because these guys are idiots. They drive us mental with their stupid shit they post. And I won't stop. I won't. I won't stop making fun of them. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I don't care if people listen to them. You listen to who you want. But uh, yeah. But we're like better. Them. Just saying. Ah, look, we're more, <laughs> we're more honest. I think there, there's an honesty about shows like ours. There isn't a, a naked bias there. Yeah, naked penises and, you know, we're a baby step down from trying to get people to buy food processors. <laughs> Much love to those wrestling suit boys. That show last night. What a show. <laughs> Fitz, have you heard it yet? No. Oh, it's so good. The it end of it. the show. I won't even spoil it on you. Yeah, it's no, so no, fucking no good. No spoilers, but it's, um, it's just an absolute thing of beauty. It's What, a, what has Big JV posted there? Um, it's a TikTok from WWE promoting the what chant. Oh, good lord! Why? Oh, why? Why you absolute no. fucking clowns? Is it the only chant they can get the crowd to do? Well, <laughs> unless unless it's maybe a tease that Austin might be there tonight. Oh, they stop. are in Texas. Is that where they that are? Would be, that would be a hot way to open the show. Are they in Last Texas breaks? tonight? Houston. Houston. I mean, Why? give take, give Taker a shout. He's only down the road, but he's retired, of course. So, yeah. <laughs> Booker T has to come out. Surely Booker T is going to be there tonight. Booker T or GI Bro? GI Bro, yeah. Surely, if you're in Houston, you get Booker T on the show. You fly him out to fucking Florida for every pay per view. Anyway, you might as well, like you know, hey Booker T, we're sending a cab to your house. Getting the yeah, cab, here. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even send yeah. the cab here. Book in the neighborhood. Mind swinging in. Yeah. My Remember God. all those flights we pay for you? Do you reckon you can fucking drive yourself? <laughs> I'm hoping to see some Booker T tonight. Maybe even some King Booker. That would be mad. Shucky ducky. Quack, yeah. quack. Um, did you see on NXT, Gigi Dolan doesn't have a face anymore? Oh, good Lord. Poor girl. That Dead. move. That move is, it's too much. That is. I'm, I'm, I feel like an old man when I watch her matches. I'm like, is- the Saray one, she's crazy. She doesn't have a last name to be taken away from when she gets called up to the main roster. So the first thing she's <laughs> losing is that fucking kick. Yeah, night one. Vince sees that kick and it's gone. Night yeah. one. It's it's too dangerous. He is not Way risking, too dangerous. He is not risking losing someone to that kick. Yeah, no, he doesn't allow moves like that that can where you can easily be injured and lose people off the road. That that is gone. They might as well get rid of it in NXT now. I like. Um, I like. Yeah, it's not her finish. Show. I like not her finish, but Saito, she does it in all like her it. matches. Yeah, she does this in all her matches. Though. I know it's not her finish, but... Um, and of all the people, poor, poor, poor Gigi. Oh. Not, not, the, not the face. Not the face of professional wrestling. No. You leave her alone. It was fair. I think it was... It, overall, I think that was a pretty good match, though. I just I worry about faces with that. Um... It's the neck snapping over the bottom yeah. rope. I'm just like, oh, God. If you watch that back, uh, hopefully that angle has it. Her whole neck goes over the rope oh, and she nearly bounces her head off the apron. It's, it's, it has to go. Didn't Rey Mysterio nearly kill someone from doing something similar? Probably. I, I can't understand how this mad, how that move, in all the companies in the world where you can't do a pile driver, they're allowing that move. Because Vince doesn't watch the product. Do you think Triple H would know better? 
Have regal or do you not remember what, do you or... not remember what he done to poor Marty Garner with the pedigree? Yeah, yeah. That was a Marty. That was a Marty Garner thing. That wasn't a Triple H thing. Marty didn't know how to take a fucking pedigree. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, it was a good night. It's NXT this week. You're um, breaking up like crazy there. How am I now? Should be alright. Cool. Uh, Duke yeah, Hudson. Duke Hudson, big big yeah. Aussie man. The former, mm-hmm. what was he? Brandon Vink. Brandon Vink. Mm-hmm. Up, beat the Street Whoa. Profits, I think, in a match, and then they were gone. Yeah, they had yeah. a couple of uh, matches on the main roster around Mania time when they were just a uh, skeleton squad uh, with uh, oh, what's yeah. Shane Thorne. Shane Thorne. You, you call him Slapjack. Slapjack. No, name. he's got his name back. He's, got, he's, he's gone Shane back Thorne to Shane Thorne now. R.I.P. Slapjack. Ah. Yeah. Uh, T Bar um, and Mace, they kept those names, so that's okay. Ah, T Bar, how many times did you save that feud? <laughs> not, not gonna lie, my favorite moment of NXT this week was uh, Indy Hartwell trying to carry Dexter to the back and falling, and Candice <laughs> LeRae, the evil bitch woman who doesn't love love. Oh, damn it, in, fucking Candice. Why in, are you Indy, like this? Indy Hartwell, a good product, Indy Hartwell is a better version of the Iconics. There you go. I think we all watched this I, moment and we, I, and we said, "You absolute plank!" She nearly, yeah. she nearly did it. She was so close. Um, yeah, look, she's someone. She has the and I, I, this isn't a bad thing on the iconics. We all, oh, I thought comedic timing was fantastic. Indy has the comedic timing down and the whole character side of things down, but also bell to bell, she's actually pretty damn good. She showed it in matches lately. I thought she's been, I thought she's really come along. I did a serious potential. Um, potential definitely. You do me a yeah, favor, Gordon. Not there yet. Yo, will you leave the call and join the call again? Because you're breaking up like crazy all of a sudden. It's really weird. Cause I'm still showing green. Yep. Yeah. You'd be back in a jiffy. Oh, so ah, he's never getting back in. Finally got rid of that guy. <laughs> what a <laughs> schmuck! Oh, Gordon, you're back. It's great that you're back. Oh, hey, buddy. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, it might be worse. So go again. How are you now? Ah, beautiful, Ooh. beautiful stuff. WrestleVotes have tweeted oh. and they said that they're hearing tonight's Smackdown will be hashtag too sweet. NWO. No. Hogan. Oh, Balor. And for everyone. Ah. Oh. Smiley no Balor. Smiley Balor. Not Smiley, not Smiley Balor. No, Smiley Balor is dead. He's dead. Prince David killed him. Okay, he's dead. And, uh, the, prin- the prince comes out to confront the king. Do it. Why would you Smiley not Baller. do it? Smiley Balor. No Smiley Balor. Smiley Balor dead. He died. And he's dead now. Oh, no, he was killed th- by COVID. Smiley Balor died in the pandemic. And then and, and Prince Balor, Prince David is back. So it's all good. So Balor is back tonight. Hang on, I just realized we never talked about the fucking one of the biggest stories in sports in the last week conor mcgregor's fucking leg oh yeah cold cokey boy himself got fucked up why, why, why are my bones so brittle i'm always ingesting plenty of coke proper 12 <laughs> <laughs> oh. look at you know what we watched it live and it was sad that's the way i looked at it um he he ruined his career. He ruined his body. He ruined everything. Just taking coke all the time. Yeah. Now he can't do Poor much. Yeah. Just Poor listen Nicky to Ronaldo. Up. Drink water instead. Drink water. Exactly. 
Yep. Uh, poor Nicky woke up on Sunday to about 271 messages in the super secret production chat because me and Steve were just going off on one about the whole fucking aftermath of it. <laughs> Those were mostly about our good friend Sean O'Malley. The yeah, Sugar Show. Was, the, sugar oh, show. Oh, the Sugar Show. Holy he, fuck. He was beating a corpse by the end of that match. Yeah. How was your man not down? Uh, Chris Matinho, uh, you've earned everyone's respect. Holy yep. shit. Three rounds with, like, was it nearly 300 significant strikes? Yeah. Something Set ridiculous. a record oh, for the most significant strikes in a round in the weight class percentage. in the first round. Highest strike percentage, I think. 86% or something. I think there's only one division that's a higher percentage. Like, there's one division that's had a match with a higher percentage, I think. It was, oh it was so close to the top. He, he's just one of the most accurate strike performances of all time. And this lad, and I, the worst thing is, I know he took a lot of punishment. I still have to, the, the stop a little bit mature. Yeah. Eventually, there's only 30 seconds he, left. Yeah, like, I, I, I didn't see him winning it, but I also felt that he was going strong. He was... He was ah, defending himself ah. to an extent. Oh, look at that. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> that, that is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, O'Malley uh, Matinho fight. Um, yeah, that was... We're big fans of Sean O'Malley here. Uh, good Lord. Good Lord. What a fight. Um, definitely, yeah, he jumped in a bit too early, but at the same time, Sean wasn't stopping. So I reckon Herb was like, okay, 30 more seconds. That's probably like another 15 significant strikes. So I better oh, yeah. just end this. Oh, yeah, he done, uh, he done him a favor, like, but at the same time, I, I, I would I, have had a word with O'Malley and been like, just, just walk away. Just, just dance yeah, around. Like, Let him finish the fucking round. That's not yeah. his job. It's not his job. I know. I know. But at the same um, time, he put professional over, wrestling. Yes. But yeah. He put him over so fucking much though in the post fight interview as well. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that he took it on what two weeks notice or three weeks notice. He was never supposed to be there. He's someone you know who was essentially unranked. Wasn't with anybody. He said, "Fuck it, I have no problem stepping in there with this guy. I don't care. I'll go." Days. It's it like to to have the fucking balls to do that in the first place is absolutely incredible, and then to put on the performance. I'm saying you do. balls. I've got smiley ballers <laughs> cocking our face here in Discord. Good lord, Fitz, what but, have you um, done? Yeah, look, I think I think when you look at though, like your man Matinho, he he had a couple of times where he fucking tagged him. He's he's got gas. The man can fucking go the full three rounds, no problem. He's well able to take a punch. I mean, you look at the package, sprint to the off oh, hey. there, and you know it's. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's looking good. I just think he maybe got a bit shafted by the stoppage. <laughs> Penis. Uh, <laughs> Gordo, how did you feel about poor Greg Hardy getting lit up? I was fucking <laughs> delighted. Tuivasa, I was so close to fucking drinking a shoey myself, only for it was swamp ass, and as fucking hot as me ball was, <laughs> my feet were equally hot. I didn't want me sweaty shoe cider. Um, good Lord, he fucking caught him good. Oh, yeah. Good yeah. lord, he caught him fucking good. Uh, two cleanse in the timeline. Got a cleanse that's, the timeline. That's here, much lads. better. That's much better. Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, like Tui Vasa is an absolute f- for like he's really fun loving. Uh, was it he came out to fucking what? or to the Spice, Spice Girls? Girls yeah, I wasn't wannabe. Yeah, it was wannabe. He came out. To. I couldn't remember which song yeah. it was he came out to. Um, you know, and everyone's going nuts for it. And everyone's like, ah, oh, you know, he's such a joker. He's big funny, and we're like, no, this lad's a fucking killer. Yeah. This is the lad was like, yeah, it's like the, 12, the tweet that was like some guy came out. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say it's like twelve and three, and I think something like of of all of his wins, I think something like eleven or ten of them are fucking first round KOs. He's had one fight go to this, uh, one this, uh, 
win go the distance. It's like this is a lad who sleeps mm. fuckers. Um, it's heavyweight. Loved, yeah, they don't go distance typically. Yeah, um, it was a lot it. of fun, and Twitter was a joy to see because a lot of people do not like Greg, Greg Hardy over all the yeah domestic abuse shit as well. So yeah, it was just a good, good shit. show. And I, I would it. say, what more? What more does Sean O'Malley need to do to, for you to give him a co-main? Give him a co-main. He either knocks someone out in the first or second round, or he literally breaks records for significant strikes against a brick wall of a man in Chris Matinho. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give him a co-main. Well, isn't a welterweight, isn't it? Uh, Frankie Edgar says he wants him by the end of the year. Frankie Ooh. wants Sean O'Malley. Oh, he's bantamweight. That interesting. Frank, Frank, Not a hot division, I suppose. Frank, Frankie O'Malley cannot be under a co-main, surely. Fr- actually, wonder can he make one forty-five? Frankie O'Malley is your main event of a fight night. What used to be an on yeah. FX card, essentially. ESPN cards. Yeah, that's what you're looking if, at. Yeah. You potentially look at that possibly main event in one of those, maybe. Yeah, um, he's, he's ranked fourteenth. In bantamweight, that's crazy. Madness, madness. What's the weight for bantamweight again? It's it's because people are ducking him. Uh, he, he's going to kill someone. One thirty-five. I love it. Yeah, he can make one forty-five. Then drag Jose Aldo out of bed. See can he do it? You know, oh, Jose Aldo is ranked sixth he's in got the bantamweight. Is he he fighting at one thirty-five now? No, oh he is. Yeah, he went down. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, Marlon Ooh, Vera. So he beat Marlon Vera by decision, didn't he? Uh, okay, then Aldo. I need. I need I need Jose Aldo and I need Sean O'Malley in a co-main. Technically, Do it, it could happen because Aldo has Pedro Munoz. Oh, shit, that's the weekend I'm in Waterford or in Dublin. Ooh. Fuck. Um, but yeah, Aldo has Pedro Munoz and you're looking if he August loses 7th. it. Yeah, you're probably looking at him dropping maybe to 7th or 8th rankings, which means if you're looking at giving a top 10 guy to O'Malley, you're looking at maybe that. Otherwise, you're looking at maybe Garbrandt or Dom Cruz. I think he beats Cody. He beats Cody easily. I think Cody's done. He beat he beat Uh, a Raph and a Sunsau who, let's be honest, wasn't great on the night. And other than that, he's gotten pretty much fucking pummeled his last couple of fights. Sweet. UFC Uh, boys go fucking for him. We're heading to Vegas. We're heading to Vegas for UFC. Yeah, gotta do it. (laughs) Gotta do it. Did anyone see the 50-50 booking coming in the singles match between the tag team title match on Sunday? Who could have possibly seen this singles match 50-50 action? Not oh this guy. Oh my. Not this guy. Oh, uh, Raw. Oh, actually, just on. on NXT. On NXT, we never mentioned. Oh yeah, uh, we never finished NXT, sorry. Uh, Crosby Gargano, very fun match. I really yeah. enjoyed it. Um, really good. I thought good Cross shit. sold a bit too much for Gargano. Possibly. But that that's just me thinking, okay, Cross is this murder, fucking loving, brutality kind of guy. And I just thought he sold a little bit too much for little Johnny. Mm. Potentially, yeah. Potentially. Especially when you could see the kind of the comprehensive wins he had over the likes of Keith Lee previously and even Balor won. Um, just, it's like, come on, I, I'm liking this version of Johnny Gargano. You know, let him just be the absolute clown, his backstage stuff with uh, Samoa Joe is hilarious to be fair mm. uh, and William Regal with the pencil a few weeks ago but come on don't ask me to believe that Karrion Cross is going to sell that much for Johnny Gargano come on however Karrion Cross has broken the rule uh, Samoa Joe has been physically provoked 
which tells me he's cleared. Oh, oh he's yeah. cleared. He's going to be a match. Cleared. They don't let anyone have any physical yep. contact if they're not cleared. Any. You do nothing. Except for uh, Foley that yeah. time he took the bump. He took a bump. Foley, Foley took a didn't bump. take a bump. He took a bump. <laughs> not getting the point. Give me the point. Give me the point. Give me the point. Um he took a bump, Nick. He took a bump. Um exactly even when they wanted Ric Flair, do you remember they cut the lights when they wanted Ric Flair to take the punt? Take the punt. They don't if you are not cleared, you're doing nothing. Give me the punt, Randy. Give me the punt. Give me the punt. Uh so that's cool. Joe's gonna take the title off him and maybe they vacated or something. I don't know what they're gonna do, but uh, Joe's going to take the title off him on on Cross's way up, I guess. Yeah, uh, he's not soon based on um, how they're moving people up right now. Yeah, yeah, they're they're restocking the pool since what uh, the bus flips. About the huge blockbuster trade between Monday Night Raw and NXT, Steve. Oh yeah, Mandy Rose NXT and uh, Mandy and uh, fucking Aaliyah. She's finally made it. Yeah. And do you know what? In fairness to her, she got a great pop. For whatever for whatever reason, people were all over Aaliyah. No, that, people were smart enough to know that was her way out. The rumors <laughs> were like, at yes. that stage. Yeah. Well, we're done with you. Be gone with you, evil death woman. Or Stone Soul like did, uh, a fucking lot for her. So, Stone Soul like million bucks yeah. for her with everything yeah. here and really put her over. Um, I don't know how he still has a job there after all the bus, bus flips. I'm assuming he's a coach there. Stone? He's wrestling school, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, so he's he's just he's good as a character, you know. He's similar mm. enough to he's similar enough to Bivens. You Not put him with two or three yeah. people, and he's one hundred percent going to get people over. He's, I'm I'm, I'm pretty Tegan, sure he's going to be there for a very long time. Tegan, Shotzi, Tony Storm, Aaliyah, and Finn Balor are gone from NXT, so. And that's not including Bronson Reed, Karrion Cross, Scarlett, who've all had dark matches. Yeah, and Zia Lee is having a dark match on SmackDown tonight. There you go. Oh, he's stuck in the press. Tien Sha versus Alexa Bliss. Oh God! Imagine <laughs> the voices of wrestling. Um, yeah, I thought it was a great, it was a good show this week. Uh, I thought it was actually when I was watching, it was great. And I thought, oh man, that was a great show. And then AEW was on, just blew it out of the water. You know, the next night. So yeah, Jeff, just two very, two very good nights of wrestling back to back. And then yeah. after AEW, the Bucks won. So <laughs> whoop whoop, happy Gordo. Um, oh, we're supposed to do money. Can we do rapid fire money in the bank pre- uh, predictions? Because I need to get me some pizza. Yeah, I need to get me some yeah, pizza. Have a movie to watch uh, before we get some. Uh, Steve, do not it. order Apache. Do not oh, order no, Apache. That's done. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Oh, AW broke the million. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was big, actually. Um, and bet raw in the 18 mail. to 49 males. Yeah. yeah. That's huge. And do you know what? The thing is, they're close to the actual. 18 to 49. It was 0.43 and they had 0.40. That has to maybe get them a little hot on the collar. Like they were close. They were fucking close this week to breaking into matching the uh, 1849. Holy shit. I don't know what half of these matches. I didn't know half of these matches. Okay, cool. Mysterio and Mysterio versus Uso and Uso for the tag titles. Pre-show doesn't count. Pre-show doesn't count. It's a pre-show. Oh, cool. Never mind. Screw that. Uh, okay, let's see. Where are we going to go next? Styles and almost versus the Viking Raiders. I'm assuming you're going to get yourself a babyface win here to pop the crowd. Viking Raiders win the titles. It makes sense because you're you're doing nothing with AJ, who's your 
one of your biggest stars right now. Mm. And almost, look, he looks obviously like a fantastic physical specimen. But he can't work, and no one can work with him. So, I this is my biggest problem with WWE hiring these giants of guys. Is like, how am I supposed to believe that anyone's going to be able to compete with him? I mean, nice he, should be, he should be champion way. and never lose the belt. I mean, this in the nicest yeah. possible way about him, but he's a great Cali who can talk. Mm. And I like great Cali, but he people found it so difficult to work with him. Yeah. So you say which which way are you going? Um, yeah, Raiders makes sense. Yeah, hopefully okay. Raiders just for the show. Uh, Rhea versus Charlotte Raw Women's Title. Dude, we're finally going to get the payoff. We're finally going to know what it was all about, lads. Yeah, Triple H. <laughs> Charlotte, Papa, I think, lol. I think Charlotte trips. wins lol. Now Papa Trips told us, and remember the, the thing months ago where uh, Meltzer said Charlotte was going to have to go get some surgery done for to fix mm. up something that went wrong or whatever. Um, I'm fully convinced that they pushed it back. If if his report was true, they pushed it back so they could tell this story now instead of after the surgery. So this is going to be the end of Charlotte for a while. Uh, well, it's just Maria. I'm saying Rhea wins and we we don't see Charlotte for a couple of weeks and whatever they were planning on doing that they pushed back because of Meltzer to prove him wrong uh, uh, yeah. goes ahead and happens. We'll go for the title matches next and then do Money in the Bank. Uh, Lashley Kofi. Going to assume Lashley. Lashley followed by potential he's a cash. He's a uh, cash. Okay. He uh, turned 45 today. Oh, Bobo. He turned 45. Yeah. His promo on Raw was quite good for him. Yeah. Yeah, I actually I, liked the ending of Raw. I hated the fact that they went and pinned. So it was mixed emotions. I was like, I love Xavier Woods, especially if his theory on he wants to cash in his title shot for a one night king of the ring. Then how could you not support this man? Um, but yeah, um, it didn't make any sense until the end, and even then, it was weak sauce. They could, they could have done way, they could have done way more things than that. But good times. I enjoyed see the Nic- ending. See Nicolaj's message there. Okay. First ever black versus black WWE title match. No, Alistair Black. Yeah. He's left. Nicky. He left. Nah. He's, he's not in the match. He's yeah, Malachi Black now. Malachi Black versus so Alistair first Black. Time, first time two black guys have had a WWE title match against each other. That is. That's mad. Madness, yeah. More so thinking, Jesus. Jesus, they've done it with the women before, with the men. Herstory, lads, herstory happened. Well, think about it, there hasn't been that many black champions. So that yeah, makes sense. So. be that many challenge reverse champion. That's mad. Yeah. Uh, Roman Reigns wins over Edge. Yep. 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 <laughs> That's, that was easy. Uh, women's money in the bank then. Asuka, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, uh, Nikki, Ash, good lord, Liv Morgan, Selena Vega, oh, Selena Vega, yeah, uh, Natalia and Tamina, Money in the Bank, not a match. Either. A funny f- go ahead, Gordo. No, no, leave you go first. I have a funny feeling that Natalia and Tamina don't actually make it to this match, that they'll actually do a bait and switch tonight and Tegan Knox and Shotzi take their spots. Oh. I would be very much happier with that too. Oh, Shotzi will m- probably die on the pay-per-view. Doing crazy shit. Sh- so. Shotzi could be female Derby. Yeah, she could actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, realistically, I'm not trying to be mean, but what do Natalia and Tamina bring to this match? Nothing. Absolutely Experience. Nothing. Uh, 
you could Tamina do the big, you know, the big guy spots to sort of stuff. So that's fine. Tamina, but like, so, yeah. Like, do you um, remember when Kane was in uh, TLC? That was great because we were so used to not seeing the, you know, the giant guys in it. It was cool to see it broken up a little with that. So maybe that's why they're there. But I think Liv Morgan wins it. I, oh, let me throw in the uh, let me throw the curveball. There's reports that uh, Sonya Deville is cleared and ready to go. And they've been doing the Liv Morgan and Sonya Deville thing. Maybe Sonya takes her spot. I was going to say, unless um, you have a surprise where someone gets taken out of the match, in which case that person wins, um, I'm thinking Alexa wins. But I would like to do it. It's been a while since I've done it. Someone gets removed mm. due to injury or attack. Like I know Lesnar appearing and winning when he should have won. Fun thing. Ali should have won. He should have won. But yeah, I think uh, I'm not counting that as being a, an injury and taken out of the match sort of situation. So it's been a while since they've done that, so I'd like them to do it here, I think. Uh, apparently, Sonya Deville is not going to be cleared for the match. Okay. Well, what not if, necessarily clear, but not booked for it. What if they go full circle? Becky Lynch somehow comes back and wins the title, or wins the money in the bank and cashes in on Asuka that night, retconning the Retcon. title change. Asuka's not a challenger title holder. Oh, fuck, sorry, yeah, I'm thinking way ahead. Okay, so Asuka <laughs> wins money in the bank and Becky Lynch just beats her up. Cool. <laughs> Challenges are for the briefcase on Raw. Yeah, yeah. Something that made that sound good. Cool. <laughs> I, try, I, try, I, try, I try my best, man. That's why I should be able to create me. I'll patch this shit together. I got your back. Thanks. Or maybe she beats Charlotte. Maybe Charlotte wins the title and Becky wins oh, the God. briefcase. Cashes in night. Perfect. What if? Do you know what? what if, that'd be a great throughout the night if Charlotte opens. If they open the show with that and Charlotte wins really easily, you know, Charlotte wins lol, then somehow Becky wins it later. Well, I suppose it would be the other way around. Charlotte first, would have to yeah. win later. But yeah, of course, yeah, um, yeah. I might be a bit drunk on one bottle. Holy shit! I have booked off Monday because I'm going to watch this live. Cool beans. Uh, working from home is great. You know, you don't really have to go Hold to bed all that early. Yeah, see, uh, yep. yeah, seems to be it's working for me. I'm I'm living this life now. Loving the music. Uh, Ricochet, John Morrison, Riddle, Drew McIntyre, Biggie, Kevin Owens, Nakamura, listed as King Nakamura, and Seth Rollins. This well, is uh, where I the I ladder match. This is where I said we may tease a title change, or we may tease a cash in for El Bobo after he defeats Covert. I see. Big E wins. Lashley, Kofi. After the match, Woods comes in and uh, Lashley ends up fucking laying him out or MVP one of the two of them lays him out Lashley lifts off Kofi and throws him back in the fucking full Lashley or whatever the hell they're wanting to call it Hurt Lock I don't know what they're calling it anymore at this point full Nelson and uh, next thing Big E's music hits and instead of coming out the ramp he does attack from behind using the briefcase and debates whether or not to do it and whether I or not they do the cash in I don't know but just I think the pop of Big E attacking Lashley from behind with the briefcase after Lashley is trying to is trying to like fucking lay out an extra hurting on Woods and Kofi after the match and just tease. I, I, I want to have the cash in but I think the tease would be good I think it'd be really fun if they had Edge or they had um, Big E win the, win the briefcase and cash in that night after Lashley is beating the shit out of Kofi after the match I think it'd be a great moment for the first proper, you know, show back yeah. with fans like the pay per view. It'd be brilliant. Send send the crowd home happy, but then you also but if I have no faith in them. Well, if the rumors of 
what's potentially going to happen on Raw or True, then you're not having that happen. Goldberg. Yeah, buddy. Goldberg, Lashley. Oh, God. Big meaty men slapping meat. Although Big E did say he wanted Goldberg. Give us the dream match. Give Big E what he wants. He wants his a title match against Goldberg. He wants, he wants meat. He wants meat to be slapped. Oh, Big E against Goldberg. Imagine the promos. Just replay that clip from the New Day podcast over and over again. Um, yeah, so that on paper it looks like a pretty good show, actually. Apart from this, you know, the rematches there with Charlotte and Rhea, but other, other yeah, than that, I think it's going to be pretty good. Like when you consider the two title matches, are I think are both going to be very interesting ones. There's a chance that Lashley Kofi could be a squad. So won't worry. Yeah, Slammiversary is tomorrow night. Actually, oh, fuck yeah. Uh, Matt Cardona is <laughs> yeah. getting a chance to have a partner of his choosing to face, was it, Tennille Dashwood and someone else? Yeah, I thought it was a nice touch having Emma and Tennille Dash- Dashwood be the one to join uh, Brian Myers. That was a nice little oh, inside Myers, touch there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I found it. Big meaty men slapping meat. There we go. Big meaty men slapping meat. Gotta love it. So, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be an interesting that weekend of wrestling. I won't be... It's the first week tomorrow night, then, isn't it? I will not tomorrow be watching night, yeah. that. I probably won't get to see that till me. So, um, yeah, looking, looking like it's all queuing up to be an old tasty old weekend of the, the graps. Indeed. And of course, the Fall Guys later, potentially. Probably. Oh, there Definitely. will be Fall Guys in cans, which people are going to get more info on where they can find it. They just pay attention for another minutes. I'd say go for it now. Well, I was going to say, we want our best match, worst match stuff first. Uh, oh yes, best match, worst match. Sorry, yes, See, we, we have that. we have a structure here, man. Come on, I know, right? We're professional here. Uh, sorry, best match, worst match. Then, um, who? Um, Casket. Potentially, it was the most interesting. I think there was probably better matches, but that was the one I kind of enjoyed most. You know, watching full, the most. Full squad anywhere. I thought it was a lot of fun as well. Yeah. Um, Cross and Gargano was good. Uh, I probably go the casket match. It was was fun and it had a big ending. Yeah, definitely. Worst match. Something from Raw. Um, or women's before do you Kazakazaki? Women's four way. Omas Eric. I don't even remember women's four way. Oh yeah, what yeah. Was that? Bad. Nick, Nikki, Nikki Ash. Oh yeah. yeah, that was fucking shot. Also, yeah. qu- question for you: they're, they're calling her Nikki Ash. Ash spelled A S H. When mm-hmm. it's supposed to be Nikki, almost a superhero. Surely that should be Nikki Ash. Yeah, A A S H. Yeah, but should be very like A. You're acronymizing it. No. Best segment. Worst segment. Um, I'm going to say best segment for me was the Britt Baker promo. I thought it was fucking fantastic and really cemented her as being one of the big stars in that company. Um, Miro. So yeah. Miro for me. Uh, either or, really. Um, also, like, this is two weeks in a row, actually, now, to be fair, thinking back to it. Last week in Dynamite, I think we picked out three promos that happened that were all fantastic. Pretty much the same again this week when you take into the the Hangman Dark Order versus the Elite. That was quite good. So all yeah, three of those yeah. 
and they've they've found that right balance between you know the in-ring action the the backstage stuff the promos they're doing well and if they, they keep at this chain they'll be doing very well but i think gordo's right Britt baker is just fucking head and shoulders above all the the rest of the women so far in uh ae dubs and she's a star you notice they broke the record of a lifetime first time ever as WB would say this this, uh, this week no. in, in AEW, nobody stole the microphone out of Tony Schiavone's hand. He got to finish all his questions for yeah. the first time ever. Unbelievable! What a week for Tony Schiavone and his family. What a time to be alive! <laughs> Greatest moment of Tony's it. career. <laughs> I love it. Uh, wrestler of the week. Actually, one uh, thing I will give credit to: Adam Cole had a fantastic promo as well. Yes. Yeah, both the uh, yeah. That's that's where my whole comment of promo ability and all that. It's like both of them were on fire this week. And Fuego. Uh, I'm going to go Darby Allen. A wrestler. Hard Darby. Tiger Woods. Yeah, true, actually. Look, if he actually, gets no, his King of the no, Ring, no, no. if he gets his one-night King of the Ring over the line, he's the wrestler of the year. <laughs> no, for, for getting the moment in front of his hometown crowd, Ricky fucking Starks. Mm, true. True. But he loses it's, in his hometown. I don't understand Gordo. It's madness. Uh, wrestler of the week, I go, yeah, Darby. Uh, show of the week is AEW. Oh, yes. comfortably, I'd say. Pretty yeah. Cool, cool, cool. If your internet can hold up, plug us up. If not, I'll jump in. Well, I'll see what we can do. Um, yeah, so if people want more of us at the Alleged Wrestling Podcast, you can get us on all your favorite podcast apps. So you're going to get us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, wherever you're listening now. You're going to get us there each and every week. You can also check us out over on WrestlingSoup.com, along with the Wrestling Soup Boys themselves and a couple of other podcasts. Please make sure to check them out, especially the Soup Boys themselves. We talk about every week how their content is and... It's because it is, um, and they've always been absolutely amazing to us, so please check them out. Also, subscribe to their Patreon and uh, show them guys some love. They're absolutely incredible. Uh, speaking of love, we also I think some of us got a bit of love from our friend Canvas Theory this week. www.canvastheory.com uh, If you use promo code AWP, you'll get 10% off your entire order. Yaddy yaddy shipping. Um, Nick, I haven't had a chance right back yet, but muchas gracias for your little gift there, sir. I appreciate it. Uh, you can also get us on Twitter if you follow us on there it's the it's at the AW pod uh, on there you'll also find a link to our discord you can come join us on the live fun every week for a recording of the podcast and you can also check out our twitch it's twitch.tv forward slash the AWP where we will be live later tonight playing a bit of fall mm-hmm. well, let's see, this getting is, that XP I'm sorry this is going to go out on Saturday so lads are you going to be playing Saturday night fall guys potentially and if you're listening live, or you you know how we operate, there will be some Friday night. There'll be Friday um, night Fall Guys and Cans 14. Yes, mm-hmm. Queen. L- live in the dream. Cool. Uh, so I'll say... So we leave it there, so... Okie doke. Well, what's that sound? Mm. <gasps> Uh-oh, Tiger's whistle. You know what that means? Tiger's whistle's blowing. Means we must be going. No more Russell crowing for you. But now don't you start to whine. I'll see you again next time. Cause there's plenty of more of fighting left to do. Making movies, making songs, and fight around the world. See you next time, everybody. <laughs>